We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at NFL. Really appreciate you being here today. Today, yes, we are going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, hopefully for the last time until we get a final decision on what's going to happen with Aaron, whether that is a trade, a retirement, or that he will be ultimately back with the team But I did want to go over the ultimate sort of downside scenario today of if Green Bay brings Aaron Rodgers back. And the reason I want to go over this is because I feel like this is a little bit of the missing piece that some people are still missing. And right up front, and to be abundantly clear on this, I'm not necessarily trying to change anyone's mind with today's episode. There are going to be those of you who maybe Aaron Rodgers is your favorite player of all time. And that's understandable. He's one of the all-time great NFL players. And maybe for you, the most important thing isn't even necessarily what's best for Green Bay in 2023 or 2024 or 2025 or beyond that. You just want to see Aaron Rodgers retire as a member of the Green Bay Packers and have one more, two more, whatever, however many seasons more he plays, you know, one or two more shots at this thing, ideally with the Green Bay Packers. 
And that is your fandom. That, of course, that is by all means, every right of yours to want to see that. So I'm not necessarily trying to change your mind. There are others of you who might say, Andy, nothing's guaranteed moving forward. I don't care about 2024 or 2025 or anything beyond that. All I care about right now is 2023. And the player that I think gives us the best opportunity to win in 2023 is Aaron Rodgers. So that's all I care about right now is we can worry about the future in the future. Right now, I think the best opportunity to win is with Aaron at quarterback. And that's what I want. If that's where you are at, I get that. I understand that. I agree with you. I I totally agree that if if you told me if, if all things were created equal, if Aaron was the quarterback this year, Jordan was the quarterback this year, and I'm not sold on it. I think Jordan could come out and have a, an awesome season, and maybe it's a little bit better than Aaron's, maybe. But if I were betting, I would say your better odds are probably with Aaron. Maybe you're in the camp that thinks, Andy, you know what? Yeah, last year was rough for the Packers, and last year was rough for Aaron Rodgers. It was you know, maybe statistically the worst year of his career, but maybe it was just an injured thumb. Maybe it was just the injured ribs. Maybe it was the wide receivers not being fully ready at the beginning of the season, which caused some of the angst and frustration and everything like that. Maybe it was legitimately the circumstances that surrounded 2022 and 2023 is going to be totally different. Or maybe you just feel you look around the NFC and are like, you know, the Eagles are pretty good, but they're going to have a, you know, maybe a hangover from a lost Super Bowl that they could have potentially won. Like outside of that, you know, I look around and you know, the NFC South is terrible. The North isn't that good. You know, the West is going to have San Francisco, depending on what they do at quarterback. Well, you know, the Rams are already selling off players. Like they don't look ready to compete. So like you could easily look around and say, yeah, like I, I think Green Bay could win the NFC still. If that is your feeling, I totally understand that as well. So I'm not trying to change anyone's mind here today, but what I want to do is look at this as what opportunity is Green Bay losing and what risk is involved with bringing Aaron Rodgers back in 2023. And I've gone over some of this already and specifically in my reasoning in my previous episode, I don't know, a few weeks ago now, a month ago now, whatever it was, as to why I would move on from Aaron Rodgers. But I wanted to go over some of these scenarios in greater detail just to magnify and bring attention to the legitimate risk that goes along with bringing Aaron back in 2023. And what I want you to at least try to do and what I try to do is look at this from the long-term Packers perspective, from a general manager's desk, so to speak, from their eyes. Because remember, as fans, yeah, we can look at 2023 and say, give us all the the best ways to win in 2023. That's what I care about right now. It's, it's really difficult for fans to look ahead and, and to look at 2024, 2025, and beyond, right? However, it is 1 million percent the general manager's job to look at 2024 and 2025 and beyond. They are tasked with making the best move for the franchise as a whole, not just in 2023, not what's going to be best for their short-term job security, but what is going to be best for the Green Bay Packers ultimately in the long run. And when you do start talking about a quarterback who is coming off statistically the worst year of his career, who is 39 years old, who will be 40 years old, you do have to start looking at what is in the best interest long-term for the Green Bay Packers, especially 
especially when you are the general manager that invested a first round pick plus into Jordan Love while you still had Aaron Rodgers, you know, who ultimately still had two MVP seasons left in the tank at that point. I know Goody didn't know that at the time, and he was coming off a a stretch of non-MVP performances, but if you're going to make that investment into Jordan Love, that complicates things even more. A couple other things just really quick here that I want to say before I get into my reasoning is I do think there is a little bit of, you know, be careful what you wish for here, because there is no guarantee that once you move on from Aaron Rodgers, that the next great quarterback is around the corner. Whether that's Jordan Love, whether it's the quarterback after Jordan Love, the Chicago Bears have basically never found a marquee quarterback. So you could go decades without finding that next guy. That is a legitimate possibility. So there is some buyer beware. Be careful what you wish for. Once Aaron's out the door, there's no guarantee that that next QB is right around the corner. And the other thing that is worth at least noodling here a little bit is... What if Green Bay was coming off an eight and nine season and they had no quarterbacks and this was, they didn't, they have not had Aaron Rodgers, right? They're coming off an eight and nine season and Green Bay's looking to win this year. And what if Aaron Rodgers was on another team, a four-time MVP, and Green Bay was looking to compete this year with guys like Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, a young and up and coming Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, Elton Jenkins, and all these players that you know potentially can go out and still play at a very high level. And the only thing that your team is missing is a quarterback. And some other team was looking to trade Aaron Rodgers away. As a Packer fan, many of you, many of you, maybe even me, would be saying, man, what if what if Green Bay could go out and get Aaron Rodgers and bring him in for a season and see what he could do with this team? That would be fun and exciting. So like, it's just, it's just, the same thing goes for free agents, right? Where like when we, when Green Bay just re-signs their own guys, it doesn't feel as important, but really it is. They're still committing a bunch of salary to that player. Yeah. It, the, the same thing sort of goes here in that if you're, if, if Green Bay was in the opposite situation, if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers and he was available on the market, like I said, I think there'd be many people that would be clamoring for Green Bay to go out and make a trade and see if they could acquire Aaron Rodgers. So just to look at it from that side of things as well. But the main reason why there is a real risk here and why this is worth going over is because there are some scenarios that we could look at moving forward that are pretty dark for this franchise. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers' contract. And I know I've gone over this verbatim already, but I just want to bring it up one more time. If he plays this season, $31 million cap hit. No big deal. No harm, no foul. You are glad to pay $31 million for a quarterback the caliber of Aaron Rodgers. That is probably below the going rate for a quarterback of his caliber, right? So that's not a huge issue. But if he would retire next year, almost assuredly they would do it post-June 1st. And then you would have a $22.74 million cap hit in 2024. No big deal. And then you would have a $45.47 million cap hit in 2025. Very big deal. So you're hurting your chances next year because you've got a $22 million cap hit next year with no Aaron Rodgers. And then a $45.47 million cap hit in 2025 with no Aaron Rodgers. That is going to set you back significantly. And those potential, like the first year of, you know, Jordan Love in 2024, where if you, if you still have him on the roster, now you're paying him over 20 million. So now you've got 40 plus million into the quarterback position with Jordan Love at quarterback, plus a bunch of dead cap from some other contracts that, because you've borrowed money from the future. And then in 2025, when now, if Jordan Love is the guy, 
you have to go out and pay him an exorbitant amount of money. And in 2025, you have a 45.4. Do you know what 45 million can buy you in free agency potentially? And to have that tied up in a player that is no longer on your roster from two years ago, that really, really hurts. And if he plays the following season, if he plays in 2024, it would be, of course, 31 million still this year in 2023. He would play for 40.7 million in 2024. But then you would have a $38.4 million dead cap hit in 2025 and a $38.4 million dead cap hit in 2026. You were talking almost 40 mil in dead cap in 2025 and 2026. Those things are very hard to overcome. And you might be thinking, Andy, if he comes back, there's going to be some restructuring of his contract. And that partially might be true. There is very little that he can do to save Green Bay money from these exorbitant cap hits because they have been building up over the years. So there is going to be significant, significant, significant salary cap pain if you do bring Aaron back this year whether that is in 2025 or whether that's in both 2025 and 2026, there is going to be some legitimate salary cap pain. Remember, however, if they were to trade him now pre-June 1st, they can get they will pay $40 million this year to have him not on the team, and then it's done. It's over with. The Band-Aid is ripped. You don't have any money to Aaron Rodgers in any year, not in 2024, not in 2025, not in 2026, none, zero, zip, zilch. So if you think that Jordan Love is remotely the guy and you have the ability to take that medicine now and not have to pay Aaron Rodgers a single penny past 2023, that is, at least when it comes to the salary cap, that is a massive opportunity that you have to look at because if he is on your roster this year, you will have significant salary cap hits in 2024, in 2025, and maybe in 2026 if he plays next year as well. So that is the first thing that you really have to look at. And even if Jordan Love, like I said, is the guy, even if things are perfect, even if he ends up being a top five quarterback for those first couple years, next year, he's already on his fifth year option, over 20 million uh, on the salary cap. Plus you've got 20 uh, plus million into Aaron Rodgers next year. And then you're probably paying him a significant price the following season to be your long-term quarterback. And when he should be on the lowest you know, portion of that deal, in 2025, you're still paying Aaron Rodgers 45.47 million. So even in a perfect scenario where Jordan Love turns out to be the next great thing, the next Hall of Fame quarterback, you're cutting out the early years of his, you know, success where it's going to be very difficult to win because of the exorbitant salary cap hits that Aaron Rodgers are going to cost you. And I'll repeat it one more time, if you trade him away pre-June 1st this year, take your 40 million dollar medicine now. You're probably not competing for a Super Bowl this year anyway. And now you have the freedom to go out and spend more money in 2024 and in 2025 and beyond when Jordan Love or whomever is next is your quarterback. So that is the first thing that I think is worth noting here. The next is you do very much risk coming back if he plays this season, coming back in 2024 and having to relive this entire offseason all over again for the fourth consecutive offseason. That is a real risk. And the reason I say that is because, and we'll get into all these scenarios in just a moment, but if Jordan Love isn't back, either via trade 
or either because you didn't pick up his fifth-year option, which Brian Gutekinds has already been non-committal to Jordan Love's fifth-year option. He basically said that, that that's not something that's just a guarantee that they're going to pick up. So if he's just a free agent or if they trade him this offseason, now you go into next year and Aaron has all the control in the world. And he basically, and I'm not saying he would be doing this on purpose, but Aaron would have the franchise by the throat if he wanted to, like he could, because Green Bay has no quarterback to go to. And if they release him, they're paying him a crap ton in salary cap hits over the next couple seasons and have no quarterback to go to because they either traded away Jordan Love or didn't pick up his fifth year option. And theoretically, they could go maybe outbid Jordan, you know, for Jordan Love on the open market. But is Jordan even going to want to come back at this point? And what if Aaron wants to come back again? Then you, are you bringing him back for another season? But what if, and could you want more money at that point? Because Green Bay has no other option. And if all of a sudden it gets dragged out and you go through this entire process again, like he, he could basically almost demand what he wants because you don't necessarily have another quarterback at your disposal or worse yet. What if, what if you trade away Jordan Love or don't pick a, pick up his fifth year option and Aaron Rodgers comes back this season, has an okay year, and basically it's a repeat of this past year of 2022. And they go eight and nine, nine and eight, whatever it is. Maybe they make the playoffs, lose in the first round, or maybe they don't make the playoffs again. And Aaron looks and says, I want to keep playing, but I there's no there's no reason for me to do it in Green Bay. We can't win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. So now Green Bay doesn't have Jordan Love. And Aaron Rodgers wants out because he doesn't see a, a path to success in Green Bay. And he's literally said on the Pat McAfee show, if you're, if I'm not competing for a Super Bowl, what's the point? So he could next year say, I want to trade. And now he's a year older and his trade value has gone down. He now has had two consecutive seasons potentially without making the playoffs or maybe just making the playoffs and losing in the first round. And you're probably not getting anything crazy in return. His salary cap situation is worse. So his trade value is even worse next season. In fact, you may find it very difficult to even trade Aaron Rodgers. But the issue is you can't cut him because of the way his salary cap is. So you could end up in this massive mess and Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, if Rodgers wants to play, and because Green Bay doesn't have a quarterback, you could almost have this forced marriage between the two because Green Bay doesn't have a taker on the trade market. They can't release him. Rodgers doesn't want to retire and Green Bay doesn't have another quarterback. That doesn't sound like in an ideal scenario in any way, shape or form. So that is a real legitimate concern there as well is you could be in this very weird, desperate situation where you don't have a quarterback and now Aaron's deciding what he wants to do for the fourth consecutive year next year. And I don't think based on where the fatigue is from Packer fans right now, that Packer fans would be too excited about that, especially now going into next year, potentially with no Jordan Love to go to because maybe you didn't pick up his fifth year option and he's a just a free agent, or maybe you traded him away this offseason. So those are some major concerns as well. And even if you did pick up his fifth year option, right, that makes things even more complicated because again, what if Rodgers wants to come back and that becomes another mess in 2024. So you would probably want to avoid that in some capacity as well. So that is an issue. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Then let's go to Jordan Love, right? Because there are three possible scenarios here that could come up with Jordan Love. We've talked about these a little bit, but Green Bay could pick up his fifth-year option, which is over $20 million, uh, for next season. So they could pick up his fifth-year option, meaning that he is going to be on the team and he's going to stay on the roster this year. And then next year, they'll be paying him $20 million in guaranteed salary. And then you potentially have this awkward, what's going to happen with Rodgers and Love again in 2024. You have the trade option, meaning that they trade him this offseason. Rodgers comes back and they trade Jordan Love in, in this offseason. Or everything just stays as is. Rodgers comes back, Love's, Love comes back, but they don't pick up his fifth-year option and he just plays out his fourth and final season and is an unrestricted free agent next year. And I should point out here as well, if that situation does come to fruition, the franchise tag for a quarterback would be so exorbitant that Green Bay could not use a franchise tag on him. So he would be a legitimate unrestricted free agent. And like I said, if Green Bay did not make that commitment to Jordan Love over the first four seasons when they could have done so, after using a first round pick on him and kind of holding him hostage behind Aaron Rodgers, is Jordan even going to want to come back even if Green Bay wants to offer him a major deal? That is a real concern as well. So let's go through each one of these one by one. So Rodgers is back in 2023 and Green Bay still picks up the fifth year option for Jordan Love. So the big question there would be what happens next offseason? Does Rodgers want to come back for another year? And you again have these cap hits that are strung out. If that's the case and they go back to Rodgers next year, then you probably have to try to trade away Jordan Love, who's on a guaranteed deal. And there may not be takers for Jordan Love on a guaranteed 20 plus million dollar contract. 
that might not be something that any team has any real interest in after he didn't play for four seasons and Green Bay is now unwilling to pay him or play him in his fifth season. What team is going to want to say, yeah, here's draft capital for a $20 million quarterback who hasn't played in his first four years in the NFL? So they could have trouble getting off of him. And if Rodgers wants to come back, that creates this entire nightmare where Green Bay is going to have trouble trading Rodgers. They're going to have trouble trading Love. And they have just this exorbitant amount of money into the quarterback position in 2025. That's not ideal. And again, Love's deal would be fully guaranteed because they picked up the fifth-year option. Rodgers would have an enormous... Uh, cap hit and in, in, uh, contract for that time as well. And as I mentioned earlier, even if the Packers, uh, even if Rodgers would retire, they're going to have 20 million into Aaron Rodgers in 2024. They're going to have 40 million in 2025. Meanwhile, they've got 20 plus million into Jordan Love in 2024 and no long-term contract for him in 2025 or beyond. So that is not an ideal situation. All right, so what if Love gets traded this offseason? So Rodgers comes back for 2023 and Roger and Jordan Love asks out or Green Bay just says, listen, we can't pick up his fifth-year option and we got to make sure we get something in return for Jordan Love. If he, if he would walk, they could maybe get like a comp pick down the road, but you know, they realize that they just need to do something now. So they trade away Jordan Love. Rodgers comes back for 2023. In 2024, Rodgers finishes the season, and then you get into this big what if again. What if he retires? If he just retires, now you have no Jordan Love and because he was traded away to another team, and you have no Aaron Rodgers. You have no quarterback. And because Rodgers was back in 2023, you probably finished you know, somewhere around decent. So you're probably not picking in the top five, top 10. So whatever top quarterbacks you know, are available next year, Caleb Williams, et cetera, like, you're not going to be in the conversation for those specific players because you probably weren't bad enough in 2023. Same thing I mentioned earlier. What if in this scenario, you trade love this offseason and then you're back to next year and Rodgers demands a trade? Like I said, now you're left without a quarterback. Rodgers might look at the team and say, hey, I can't win in Green Bay with this roster, especially with all the dead cap hits that Green Bay has and things like that. I need to go somewhere else. So he demands a trade. And now you have this weird standoff. And like I said, you may find it increasingly difficult to actually trade him next year, which could end up with this really, really awkward, weird situation in 2024. So the next is what if they can't find a partner or a release that will work? What do you do in that scenario? And would Green Bay just be desperate enough to bring him back even if he doesn't play well? Because here's here's a real like thing that you have to think about as well. If Green Bay, if this scenario happens where they trade Jordan Love in 2023 and they play out 2023 and let's say they're eight and nine again, same thing that happened in 2022 and they don't have a quarterback on the roster. In that scenario, you are now in a situation where Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur are going to have heavy pressure and Joe Barry's probably gone and they'll bring in a new defensive coordinator and they might do some things like that. But the pressure is legitimate on Goody and Matt LaFleur if the Packers wouldn't make the playoffs this season. So they're going to be desperate to win next year. And what happens when you have a desperate GM and a desperate coach? You make desperate decisions because they know they can't just move on from Aaron and be like, oh, we'll take you know some guy in the middle of the first round and hope things turn out. You can't do that because they're going to be probably fired by the time that that team is actually ready to compete again. So what do they do? 
In that scenario, they're probably doing everything in their power to bring Jordan or bring Aaron Rodgers back at age 40, 41 on his massive contract that he's set for because they don't have any other options at that point because you traded away Jordan Love. That could potentially be a nightmare decision. And then what if he just stays as is and becomes a free agent next year? Again, you can't use the franchise tag. You still have Rodgers' enormous contract, whether he retires or whether you bring him back for another season. And you're probably not going to be able to, like, let's say he does play a little bit this year and he looks awesome. Green Bay, if they actually have to get into a bidding war for Jordan Love services, they're going to lose that because of where they are at in the salary cap. That could be another really bad situation. And like I said, what if Jordan Love doesn't even want to stay in that situation because he got looked over for four seasons in Green Bay and now is the opportunity to go anywhere he wants? He might not want to come back to Green Bay. And again, what if Rodgers wants to out or wants to get traded, et cetera? You end up with this nightmare scenario. You might only get a you know third, fourth, fifth round comp pick back for Jordan Love and Rodgers is gone. You have nothing to show for him. You end up potentially with nothing to show for either player. If Rodgers would retire and Love would be gone in free agency, maybe you're going to get maybe like a, like I said, a third, fourth, fifth round comp pick for Jordan Love in return. And that is it. And you have no quarterback on your roster now. So that is not an ideal situation ever. And like I said, there is very much a situation here where you could just be, and when I say you, I mean, Brian Gutekinds and Matt LaFleur and this team could be desperate for a quarterback with no Jordan Love. And that probably means they do everything in their power to get Aaron Rodgers back, almost regardless of how he plays in 2023 and what he wants. If he decides to want to go somewhere else, Green Bay could be like, no, we we have no other quarterback. We signed you to a three-year deal, which could end up in all of this tension as well. So the extreme downside here is legitimate. You could lose Jordan Love as a free agent next year, and the best you might get is a comp pick in return or you trade him this season and get pennies on the dollar and then Rodgers retires next year and you have nothing in return. You have no quarterback for 2024. You have potentially, if Rodgers comes back for a season and retires next year, you have nothing to show for Aaron Rodgers. Whereas right now he has legitimate trade value. You have maybe one to two, nine and eight-ish seasons and no legitimate you know, opportunity to win a Super Bowl because of the way that this roster is currently structured. You might not have, even if even if you bring back Aaron Rodgers and you try to go all in, you might not have the the power to like just the the spending power and the um ability to put together a winning team. There's a real risk there as well. And you could end up with this same cycle and nightmare in 2024 and maybe even in 2025. So you could go into 2024 with a massive Aaron Rodgers salary cap hit, no Jordan Love, no Aaron Rodgers, and you could potentially have Jordan Love going out and tearing it up for another team if he actually is the quarterback that they thought he was, but they had to move on from him because they wanted to go with Aaron Rodgers instead. There is so many things that could go wrong if you bring Aaron back for just one more season. Like I said, you could lose, the opportunity cost here is massive. You could lose Jordan Love completely with like almost nothing in return or pennies on the dollar in return. That is a real risk. You could lose Aaron Rodgers next offseason if he would retire next year for absolutely nothing in return. Or even if they trade him, his trade value is probably extremely low based on the size of his contract. So you may end up in with almost nothing in return for Jordan Love. You may end up in eight and nine, nine and eight purgatory, even with Aaron Rodgers for the next couple seasons. 
And you have now these massive salary cap hits in the next two to three seasons because Aaron came back for one or two seasons. So there is a ton at stake here. When I say that this is a franchise altering decision for Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy and Russ Ball and Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and everyone, Jordan Love, this is a franchise altering offseason. There's no two ways about it. This is a massive, massive decision. And the GM's job is to look at this, not just for 2023, but for 2024, 25, 26, 27. And personally, as I look forward, even though I, I will agree with most of you that I think 2023, you're better off with Aaron Rodgers than you are with Jordan Love. I know there's many of you that will disagree with that, but if, if it were me and I were betting today, I would say 2023 is probably better with Aaron. If You, you would be hard pressed to make an argument that the next five or six years are better by Aaron coming back this year. It's almost impossible to do that. And uh, one thing really quick here as well. It is really, really difficult to win. Ask the Philadelphia Eagles right now. It is really difficult to win the Super Bowl in even ideal circumstances, right? They had all the salary cap space in the world. They trade a first round pick for uh, AJ Brown and it works out beautifully. They have multiple first round picks. They have all this stuff. They get Jordan Davis. They get, um, you know, they hit on Jalen Hurts. They get Devontae Smith to pair with AJ Brown. Like, they have an immaculate offensive line, one of the best pass rushes in all of football. They're able to trade for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They had everything, the makings of a Super Bowl champion by far and away. And they played even a pretty good game in the Super Bowl. And they still didn't win a Super Bowl, even in almost ideal conditions with a phenomenal team and a superstar young quarterback who played at an incredibly high level, who they were paying nothing to. They couldn't win the Super Bowl in even the perf almost perfect conditions, it's hard to win. So to put a situation for Green Bay this upcoming year and maybe the year after that, where you are so far behind the eight ball from a salary cap standpoint that you can't go out and have anywhere near ideal conditions. There are going to be teams that are going to be outspending you from a salary cap situation in a, a massive, massive way because you have so much dead cap. You know, we just talked about all the voids that just hit this past week. And you're just not going to be able to compete with some of these teams who have an exorbitant amount of salary cap space because they either have a quarterback that they haven't had to pay yet, like the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, or they have so much salary cap space to go out and just outspend Green Bay. That puts Green Bay in a very difficult position. Now, I know this sounds all very bad, all right? This isn't meant to be doom and gloom, you know, doom porn. Like, it's not supposed to be like you know, just fear and like, oh, everything's awful, right? There's no one perfect way to fix everything. But I do legitimately believe if Aaron comes back and if he can get back playing at an MVP level, which I would not put past him in any way, shape or form, like you can win, you can win the NFC. And if you get in the Super Bowl, anything can happen. Like, I don't, like, I think they could make a couple moves. Brian Gutekunst has shown he can find the Keyshawn Nixons. He can find the Rick Wagners. He can find, you know, the Jerron Reeds. He can find the Razul Douglases, the Devondre Campbells. Like, he can find some steals in free agency without much money to spend. We just saw a draft that found Christian Watson in the second round, Zach Tom in the fourth round, JJ Nigbari in the day three of the draft. Like, he knows how to find these players. He's got the number 15 pick overall. And there's some really talented players on this roster right now, including the four-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, if he's back. 
So while I think it's very difficult, there are, is an avenue. I can't look you in the eye and be like, yep, nope, Green Bay can't win a Super Bowl this year. It's over. It's done with. We'll all be cheering for it if Aaron's back and maybe they can win it. Maybe they can make a run. Crazier things have happened, right? So who knows? And even if he's like, no matter what happens, if Jordan Love is back and he ends up being the guy moving forward, yeah, there's probably going to be a couple seasons here where things aren't maybe the same as we're used to, but there's ways to build a really, really good team around Jordan Love moving forward too. There's a lot of options for Green Bay to get better. And they're going to have a lot of opportunities at their disposal. It's not perfect. They don't have the free agent in the, the cap space that they need. They can't borrow as much from future years because they've already borrowed a lot from future years. So there's there's some things that they're going to have to work on, but there's a way to do it. And I do think Brian Gutekunst and company are going to do everything in their power, whether Aaron's back or whether Jordan's back, to make this the best team that they can possibly make it. And they're just going to have to hit a couple home runs on, you know, and find another Devondre Campbell, find another Christian Watson, whatever that may be. They're just going to have to, you know, to do everything in their power to make those signings, to make those picks, to put this team in the best possible position to succeed. And hopefully if Jordan is is back and he's the guy that they chose wisely about three, four years ago when they selected him and he can actually be the guy in Green Bay. So listen, there's a lot that is going to happen still. And I know we're all sick of it and we just want to know what's going to happen next. But there is a massive, massive decision for Green Bay to make this offseason. And if they don't make the right one, there is legitimate downside. There is a real dark side to what could come moving forward because they could be without a quarterback if they don't play their cards right. They could be in a situation where they have massive salary cap hits with nothing to show for it. They could lose out on gaining potential first round pick or picks from other teams, depending on what would happen this offseason in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. There is going to probably be some tough years in Green Bay. But Green Bay has the ability right now to choose how long that that struggle is potentially going to be. If they bring Aaron back, they're likely prolonging that over a greater period of time because what they're doing to the 2024, 2025, and maybe even 2026 salary caps. There's a legitimate concern there. So, And like I said, they could lose Jordan Love in the process as well by going that route. So the downside is massive. There's no perfect answer. None of us knows what's going to happen next, and none of us knows exactly what the right decision to make is. I just wanted to lay out the enormity of this decision and what could go wrong if a couple missteps are made along the way. We will we will see. I do have faith in Brian Gudikins that he can make this a very successful franchise one way or the other. But like I said from the like it is hard to imagine a scenario where Aaron's back and you're doing what's best for the franchise in the long term. That would be a very short-term move that is going to hurt you a lot in the long-term. And you better make sure that that short-term is basically perfect if you want that to pay off. That covers it. Like I said, my hope is to not talk about Aaron anymore until he has actually made a decision and we can figure out what Green Bay needs to do next from there. But like I said, this is a franchise-altering decision. The weight of this decision is massive. And if things go wrong, they could go very, very wrong very, very quickly. Thanks so much for joining me. Always appreciate you. I'll be right back here tomorrow with an all new episode, but until next time, and as always, go Pack Go.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.